Hey, what's going on? I'm Mike Chapari from SJC Custom Drums, and you are listening to Weed Podcast, and we know things. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 142 of We Podcast, and we know things. My name is Greg Hall, and joining me, as almost always, on this 4th of July, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matoro. And I'm sober. Yes! <laughs> Happy 4th of July, everyone. It is 7.54 here on July 4th, 2019, and yes, we're bringing you a podcast on July 4th because we don't like to skip a week. And it kind of worked out, too, because first we were like, well, 4th of July, what are we going to do? Fireworks. Usually, we do light it off on the 4th, but this year, we're going to light them all off on Saturday, so it worked out. Yeah, with, with the 4th of July falling on a Thursday, it's that pivotal decision of, do I watch the Phillies and podcast with my best friend, or do we get drunk, fall asleep, and then whatever. But I think being a parent like helps that. Well, that and, it makes the decision easier. And a lot of us have work tomorrow. Yeah, so. same. Both of us. Yes. So, yes. yeah, it's a good thing. But if you're new to the podcast, we are the single source for all of your nerdy news in gaming, TV, film, music, and all things pop culture. We're basically spreading the good word of nerd one episode at a time. If you're new to this podcast, like we said, be sure to join the We Pod Squad by hitting that subscribe or follow button on all of your podcast services like iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get that audible goodness and watch. While you're at it, leave us the rating and review. It's the easiest and cheapest way to help the show grow. It takes like two minutes, and we read them all on the air. Do yourself a favor while you're at it. Go to WePodcastAndWeKnowThings.com. It's your one-stop shop for everything we podcast and we know things. It's got links to all of our social media. It's got links to our store. It's got links to our Patreon. And even down the bottom, when you scroll down, has a link to our email. Also, our emails in our, in our Instagram bio and our Instagram page. You can just hit the email button right on Instagram, and you can send us an email. If you have any questions, comments about the show, send us that email. We podcast and we know things at gmail.com. Links to all of this is also in the description of this episode. Speaking of our Patreon, we do want to send a reminder out that we made a little bit of a change to our Patreon at the $5 tier. I was saying, while you take your breath, before we even mention it, I was going to say, it's good that we can go back on Instagram now because I couldn't go on it for over 24 hours. I, it was, took a shit. I was able to access it. See, I like, was able I, to post to the story. I posted see, one I thing. I couldn't do that. Like, yeah. I've said some people could post, like, even on, like, um, Facebook Messenger. You, yeah. could, like, you could send each other, like, conversations, but if you try to send, like, a person a picture, it wouldn't load. So you just see that blank image, like, nope, still ain't still yeah, working. Yeah. All the links that I posted to like other things I do, like the Patreon, and I picked the one day where shit goes down yeah. to like make the updates to our Patreon and send links to that <laughs> stuff. So it had like that little wheel in the middle. But eventually the photos came back. Um, yeah, I was waiting for you to drop a dime in there, uh, but I was able to access it. It's, yeah, it's I, like, dude, I God, for, God forbid we have to not use social media I, for 24 hours. No, uh, it was funny. Like tough life we live, and it was easy. Like, you know, at easy. first, like, I was like, you know what? There's Twitter. Go on. And I could. Twitter works. See, you're more of a Twitter guy than me. I love Twitter. I, I, I'm just not big on Twitter's so. my number one. Facebook's my number three. And Instagram's my number two. And I don't go on Instagram, like, ever. So yeah, that shows that's how much one. I go on Facebook is, like, never. Ash, like, um, did you see what I tagged you? And I said, honey, I didn't see what you tagged me in three days ago. <laughs> I'm, I, <laughs> I'm not going to say I this. Go on, but I go on Facebook <laughs> to post things that I've done. Here, to, here's to plug the article myself. this yeah. Yeah, so like have myself on the back. <laughs> I don't, I don't use Facebook anymore, and you know, I, listen, it's a dying app. No, it, it, yeah, there's only six billion users now. There's not seven anymore. Uh, we do want to say thank you to the. Oh, actually, well, I do, do want to say the Patreon changes we made. Uh, Patreon 
it used to be at the $5 tier and up that we'd give you a weekly shout-out on the show. We decided, let's give you a little bit more bang for your buck. So now at the $5 tier and up, you can send us an audio or video question. I put a post out there to the patrons on our Patreon, so you should have gotten that in your email uh, with links on how to do that. But uh, we'd love you to send us an audio or video question via DM or email or whatever that looks like. And we'll play the audio or the video on the air and answer the question uh, we'd love to have that there for you and, and just like take advantage of it. We'd, we'd love to do it as much as you want. This is not a limited thing. You could do it every week. You could do it once a month. You could do it at your leisure and we'll answer your questions. Just, uh, be gentle, be gentle. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's, that's, that's all we ask. Be gentle. Uh, shout out to the Weeby Geeks podcast network. Thank you very much to Mike over at the Weeby Geeks podcast network for having us in the family. We appreciate it. And shout out to all of our We Pod squad brethren, AKA, the Ion Ryan Show and MRC Tech presents the last podcast banger of a couple last episodes. I love listening to the opening of uh, the Ion Ryan Show episode three this past Tuesday, where he did a new segment uh, called the Three Count, where he says he goes over three big things in his life or on his mind that he wants to talk about. Two of them were wrestling, so Three Count worked out. <laughs> awesome, it worked out. So Can't we, wait got, to listen. we got a cool show for you tonight. So we're going to start off with trivia. We have uh, two quick stories before we hit the movie section. Both those stories are gaming related, uh, but we will start off with the full movie section, then TV. Sam will take over for gaming, and then we'll go with some wrestling. Sam is the CGC Spotlight, another comic story, our picks of the week, and we will get on out of here. So why don't we start with some trivia Sam, it is one for me, 0.5 for you. Okay, and I'll start you off. This is a slam dunk. So Bullshit. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy it. Yeah, okay. In what year did Games Done Quick raise over $1 million? In what like year? the first time? The first year they hit. They went yeah, it's ain't a slam dunk, bro. Well, it's only been around for X amount of years. I mean, yeah. your guess is like your it's, window it, is. I know the window. The window's 13, 14, or 15. Um <clears throat> 15 final answer it was 14 yeah whatever uh, you're close <laughs> i know the i know the window they've been around 10 years That's, I, so. I figured i was like he's gonna have it probably within four or five years yeah. and my answers were 12 30 40 15 figures my, my my i also have a what year question Great. mine are not sequential years however Okay, you ready? Yeah. The Second Continental Congress unanimously adopted the Declaration of Independence on July 4th of what year? 1776. Correct. I know my history, brother. Come on. <laughs> Dude, I didn't, <laughs> said, I, I didn't know if I was going to embarrass you or not. Let's I'm see, sorry let, to say let, it. Okay, it's either he's going to get this easy or I'm going to embarrass my coach in front of everybody. That's kind of where I was at with this one. Just all, have a little fun I on the 4th of July. I just shout out to all my history teachers. I, I paid attention somewhat. Hey, listen. Bonus question. Not for any points. Uh, 4th of July or Independence Day did not become a federal holiday until what year? That I don't know. Would that have been a better question? It would have been a hard as <laughs> shit question, but yeah. Uh, June 28th, 1870. I was going to say, it had to be somewhere in the 1800s, yeah, but it could 18, have been anywhere. 1870 was the first time that Independence well, Day was considered well, a national Thank you for asking. Holiday. Speaking <laughs> of GDQ, SGDQ 19, 2019 is over. Uh, they will be staying in Bloomington, Minnesota for SGDQ 2020. But before that, we have SG, or, I'm sorry, GDQX in October in San Diego for a weekend. And before you continue, in 2014 when it broke the record, it was in Herndon, Virginia. Yeah, baby. So I just want to add that little fact. Uh, well, they were all in Herndon, Virginia up until. Were they? Oh, from, I didn't, I didn't from know. Like thir- I think from like 13 up until uh, this past year. This year oh, was wow. also. Okay. Because when I went with Alan, it was in Herndon, Virginia. In the same hotel. 
that it was like at for the last five years, which is cool. I love yeah. Turned in it. They had a Popeyes, uh, <laughs> so that was fun. Yeah. Uh, and then so GDQ, GDQ X uh, will be this October. Then AGDQ will be January fifth um, in Orlando. They're doing it for their tenth year anniversary. SGDQ will be back in Bloomington, Minnesota, in the late last week of June. Um, I think the last week of June, maybe second to last week of June, but it's getting earlier and earlier. It used to be during the July 4th week, and now it's getting a little earlier so people can still enjoy their 4th of July. But they were the first ever GDQ to raise over $3 million. Wow. Now, you were here, and they raised a million the fastest they'd ever raised it. Um, So they were on a good track, but that only had two days left in the marathon. So they raised a million dollars a day day. over the last two days at a marathon. And and what? was a couple months ago where it was said it was some kind of goddamn disease to play video games, but yeah. even though they just raised three million dollars towards a Doctors um, Without Borders. So I mean, like, come on, man! Like, you have to, you can't just say that shit. And then they, then, then what do you say about this? Yeah, is it a disease? Then we just raised three million dollars. What are you doing? You don't. What are you donating? Uh, I think that because the runner only plays one game at a time and they're saying that you if you game more than 15 hours straight in a day then you have a disease so i think that's like tough to draw the comparison well, okay, well, but speed hours. runners but speedrunners stream i mean streamers in general they stream for hours and hours on end 8 to 8 to 15 hours there's 24 hour streams there's i couldn't even the legend battle. of zelda breath of the wild 100% run is under 24 hours for the first time ever you can beat it in 23 hours and change now so and somebody stays up and plays it the entire that, time. So like, there's no way I could do that. Fifteen hours? No, no. no. I could. I've played. No. I played. Ooh, I came close. So God of War, the day I beat it, I sessioned it on a Sunday in April or May. I think it was early, early May. I sessioned it in a Sunday, thirteen hours, and I just beat it. I said today is the day I beat God of War, uh, and I, and I took it. I took it home. See, I can never. I I never like. Could do it like I would just play until I couldn't play anymore. But God that's kind of where I was at. It wasn't that I no. And God of I War is, it. and it was one of them games where you didn't you stop. did not want to put down Dude, that no battle. loading screens too. You're like, oh, I'll stop at the cutscene. I'll it, stop at this. I'll stop at that. It pained me every time to pause or had to turn off the system or whatever. I felt like you felt that way for like DMC five too. No, but like that, it was fine. Like when I got done, as long as I beat, like, all right, I banged out three, four missions today. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I'll meet my quota. Like yeah. that was a game I wanted to savor. Yeah. God of War, I, I just devoured it. DMC, five-year game of the year so far, I'd assume. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I freaking loved it. Oh, and I did order uh, Crash. I had some eBay bucks, so it should be here hopefully tomorrow. Cool. Crash Team Racing yeah. Nitro-Fueled for the PlayStation 4. I'll get that when it's on sale because I am, I am like, trying to scratch the itch of that cart racer. So Yeah, because I was like, man, I didn't buy the game yet. Then I was like, oh, July this month, eBay bucks? <laughs> Bye. Uh, so anyway, first GDQ to raise over $3 million. Insane. Super hype. If you go on Games Done Quick's Instagram page, they actually have a video of the room where everybody was in there when the $3 million mark was crossed, and you could see just the hype and the excitement. I remember being in the room live when they hit $1 million, only two years ago in January of 2017. Now we're tripling that. It's insane uh, to, to think how far and fast GDQ has risen. I hope it stays you know, forever. I, I know there's speedrun marathons every week, so it's not like I only look forward to GDQ and watch speedrunning twice a year. I literally watch speedrunning every day of my life. Yeah. I only was able to catch about 10 to 12 runs live this year yeah. um, just because. But I've been watching like crazy on like the video on demand. Yeah. They call them like the VODs. So that's been great. And moving on to an awesome story that I just found out about today. You just told me about yeah. today. Well, our buddy Machi sent me a screenshot. All I, all I read was, 
Round one, Nishamini, and somewhere else. <laughs> oh, I is saw it this. in the mall? Hold on, let me t- I got the picture of my phone. Let me see. Dude, round one, if you don't know, is an arcade franchise that, like, kicks ass. It's an unbelievably cool arcade franchise. There's one in Easton. Easton, right? Easton, PA. So Sam goes to that one all the time. They have an initial decab, which is awesome because... I, they basically have any arcade game... That you could think of, they had like Mario Kart four players. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah. you know time crisis. There was a bowling alley. There's pinballs, uh, pool tables. There's everything. There's a bar. Everything. So it's it says Nishamini Mall. I wonder what spot. And the other one is in Lancaster, PA, of Park yeah, City Center. Lancaster's too far. But Nishamini I, Mall is right up our alley. I wonder what spot that's going to be in the mall. Like I don't know what closed recently. Or what I can think of. But round one, like, for all you people that are from our area, think about time out times, what, 30? It's it, it's, not it's like Dave and Buster's almost. Dude, the, the one in, in Exxon and the, and the one in Colorado. They were yeah. both humongous. Yeah. So, so I have – maybe they're shutting down half the mall. I, want, I hope it's like 2020. I really do. I mean, all you really got to do is renovate the space, bring in the – you know, build the bar and, and bring in the cabs. It's not like it needs – ton yeah but then you gotta make sure you're, it's you know you're staffed with the right people that know how to fix these type of machines that are summer just that was the problem Japan. with time out exactly some people didn't know and <laughs> i think that initial be... decabs man the freaking wheels broke on those i mean half of it was because i was driving out of my seat it, it, exactly but the the one in exit all four still work yeah. like you still race each other so you get cards and everything yeah. still so that's a... just so banging like i can't it, wait to do no, that but it's like an it's gonna actual... be right here in the back of my and wallet. it's like an actual like card it's not like that Flimsy, like, like flimsy. foil? Yeah, so it's actually like a real card, so it's cool. I miss the flimsy foil. I used, to, I still, whenever I walk by an arcade, I'll stare in. I'll just try to look, and then I'll stop peek and go in. in. Yeah. It usually, like, whenever I passed in the Chamonix one, maybe a couple weeks ago, and I just peeked in. I was, yeah. Let me see. I think they have a Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious has been here for a long time. I was like, all right. This, this I was told that the Chamonix had initial decab. Um, it used to, and then it got, it or it was supposed it. to get it, then it got moved to a different location. It's pissed. I just watched a, uh, you know, initially the anime is 21 years Jesus old. Jesus Christ, that makes us feel really old. If I didn't already, last night I watched a YouTube video 25 minutes long about why Initial D is still awesome 21 years later. It's great. And I was just like, I got to go back and watch it. And I have every episode from Tokyo Pop. Not even, not the, sh- I don't like the Funimation one. Yeah. I like the Tokyo Pop because they use like Tack and Iggy. They don't yeah. use the Japanese names and they have the most terrible soundtrack yeah, ever. But you can laugh. I just it. <laughs> love it. I just love it. So I have all the DVDs I bought off of yeah. eBay in one big collection, like a lot. So I'm psyched to do then, that. Then they'll, re- they'll in like a year they'll re-release it in Blu-ray. I <laughs> they, do, they do I, it to me with everything. I get so. I pissed. think. Well, they came out with Initial D Legends, which is a retelling over three films of the entire I've been, first I've been season, up. Yeah. and like kind of mashed over three films, which is neat, and it's like really good animation because it's new. Um, but and it's like. They changed tax story a little bit, so it's like not exactly yeah, the so, same. So the originals are still better. Got it. Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen it, but I I think that's exciting. I just think that initial D, as long as we can keep that alive, man, that's the that's the one piece of our childhood that like isn't readily available to yeah, me and, right now. And it's now. like Nishamini Mall is a great location. Like everything is in Nishamini, especially potentially for me. It, if, exactly. If Ash and I make the decision that we're trying to make, so you and Fingers I will crossed. be there. Fingers crossed. Every and, Sunday. Nishamini is ten minutes, so I'll, <laughs> I'll take. I'd rather take that ten minute drive than an hour to Exton. All right, Sam. Let's start in the movie section. Let's start with your spoiler free impressions, high level of Spider Man Far From Home. You saw it this morning, so Thursday. I'm hyped you saw it. I haven't gotten to. What'd you think? Yeah, so I was a little nervous. I was kind of like, 
because it dropped on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And just to stay away from spoilers now, it's, I've it's, stayed 100% away. And I somehow did. I didn't get one spoiler. All I heard were nothing but great things. I kept hearing everything about this goddamn first credit scene. Like, oh my God, it was the best thing since sliced bread. Can't wait for phase four. Uh, well, me and my buddy Neil went this morning and saw it. And I really enjoyed it. For for this MCU Spider-Man, I, I think it's really good. I, I did hear a couple people bitching about kind of saying like, it's not the original Spider-Man that they know, like his identity. Like I, I hear what they're saying. It's not the traditional Spider-Man that we know. This is the MCU, MCU's version with kind of, with Tony Stark as the mentor. Mm-hmm. And he's heavily, you know, heavily throughout this film. You just feel, you know, Tony. And But for what it was, I enjoyed it. I'm, what I figured was going to happen may or may not have happened. I don't want to give you guys too much of what had happened. Something may have happened. Something may have not. That is, I, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> 100%. So I, that's what I told Neil. I was like, there's almost impossible for me to talk about it. But the... I thought some of the humor, it hit. Some of it missed. Again, like a Marvel film, it was like a 50-50. 50/50 some of it split. hit. Some of it missed. It was okay. Something happened. Something didn't. I'm, I'm just, I know you're I'm, keeping I'm trying it. To be I know like, you're keeping a high level You know, I don't free. want to ruin it for anyone. Um, just bring it. You know, there was, Give us the analysis. Just There was no Stanley cameo. I think they already said that, that he already passed before the, fi- the film was there. So there was, that was not there. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I do like Tom Holland as, as Spider-Man. Yeah. The best part about it, was Mysterio. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal was great. He, I, I liked him, like, shit. We liked him since Donnie Darko Dark, days. Darko, man. Since he originated in the bubble. Yeah. And now he kind of became a man and kind of got yeah. it down to a smaller helmet instead of a full bubble. But, dude, he, he was great. The cast, Marissa Tomei looked fabulous. Happy Hogan, John Favreau, he's always great. Was it funny? It, it, it was... Happy Hogan had my funniest part. I'll okay. just that's all I'm going to say. He had my funniest part. If you John see Favreau's it, great. And if you picked the part, I'll give you credit, but I think you should get it. Mm-hmm. But it was funny, good, solid 2 hours. But that's, does it feel 2 hours? Um yeah. It does. I, so it, so it, it feels its length at times. The beginning it just kind of Maybe just took a while to get going. Okay. You know, it, it just kind of stumbled a little bit. But. Well, you're coming off of Endgame, and it's the first film off yeah. of Endgame, so how do you even start that type of film? I'm sure uh, without spoiling Endgame, there's a lot of tribute to... There, you know. they do. I'll just say they do some explaining. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Is it, now, is it like... What's the word I'm looking for? Is it uh, like told to you, or is it just kind of shown and, and done well? Or is it, it just kind they, of they, they exposition? They, they explain it just kind of... That's tough. I mean, exposition's rough sometimes. I mean, they, they try to explain it because, I mean, wh- what the hell happened? Like, people disappeared for five years. Like, so they right. have to explain something. So they kind right. of, like, name it something and, you know, they, they go from there. But, um, you know, they, then there's, like, people we lost here, the heroes, blah, blah, blah. What they all say is, like, you know, we saw the Iron Man mural. Mm-hmm. I was like, where's everyone else's mural? Like, <laughs> they show all the people that didn't make it. Like, but the only mural you see is Iron Man. I was like, oh, fuck everybody? To, okay. hammer, to hammer the point home. Yeah, yeah. so it was good. Uh, Samuel... It was good. There was a couple twists in here that I don't think people are going to expect. Mm-hmm. That, and I'll just say that first end credit scene, the whole theater went just erupted with just like cheers. You just I just kind of I remember I looked around and I just see everyone like just see teeth of everyone just smiling like it was just a, I don't think this was something that I could see someone being an asshole and posting it and ruining it for people. But I, everyone deserves to, to see this and be surprised. That's cool. Because it's, I, I, it came out of nowhere because I didn't hear anything. And then the end end credit scene was another good one. It was something that was like, what the fuck? Like completely out of left field. 
And it's like, where are they going to go from here? How are they going to take the next Spider-Man? What's going to happen in the next Marvel film? It just kind of like up in the air. It's like, oh shit, what, what are they going to do? Is the next scheduled Marvel film uh, Black Widow? Like, is that the next one that's on the docket? Because it was Guardians 3, but that got yeah, pushed that got back. Pushed. I think it is Black Widow. I think it's and Black we're not Widow. getting that till the end of next year. So are we just taking a huge Marvel break? Yeah, we're at least a year. It's like a year off of Marvel films. I'm assuming, well, because we're getting some Marvel TV on the Disney Plus. I mean, well, that, well you're going to get that. And you, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is airing now on ABC. They're on their, I think, sixth season. And I, I watched the first couple episodes are, so far, we, so good. We're not being stupid, right? There's not. I, I, Black Panther two isn't not yet. Is no not, Doctor Strange yet. yet not Doctor a, Strange the only yet. one that's filming right now is Black Widow. No, nothing else is filming. And I, so I guess like Loki and and you know uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Wanda. Yeah, Wanda that's so we're gonna get the TV versions and Black Widow. That's all that I see. But again, once San Diego come or the next convention comes, yeah, they're gonna be dropping Phase Four. What's to come? SDCC, SDCC. Yeah, I said SDDC. Yeah. SDCC is soon. So we'll get that. And I imagine that that's when they're going to just unveil their Here, timeline, guys, maybe. They're going to show us. Especially if DC's not really going to be there with Marvel. No. Well, at least the Warner Brothers piece of it yeah. isn't really going to be there. So maybe this is their opportunity. They don't, actually, it'll be a D23. It'll be at the what Disney thing. It could, yeah. It that's could when be. they're going to probably do it. And unload that's everything. To, that's to themselves. They can fucking have the spotlight. You know? See, when, we, if, when you see Spider-Man, I do want to talk like a little bit, a couple like... I do want to talk about it a little bit. Sure. Because... I, I just we'll, can't we'll say anymore. We'll, yeah, we'll yeah, warn the I, I audience. I won't say anything more. Just once, it's a big Marvel film. So we usually do our spoiler talk. cast. Yeah. So we'll do like a we won't do like a forty five minute discussion on it, but we'll definitely let you know. We'll timestamp it. We'll do everything so you yeah, can avoid Craig, spoilers. You, you got to see this one in because I don't. Know, well, Spider Man's my favorite. I just so. don't want to see you if the spoiler gets ruined for you. It won't. I'm very good at staying I, away from spoilers. I, I hope. I pray. And if you guys hear any booms, fireworks are going off. Yeah, so, we, we're good with enjoy. that. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so even after well, speaking of fireworks and maybe not going off, even after its re release, Endgame remains about twenty million ish away from avatar so it got re-released and there are still thoughts that it could still pass it but it, just, it didn't do what it thought it was going to just keep it in th- well you added 13 seconds what yeah. the fuck you think's gonna happen yeah. and not good seconds Some- you added uh, probably more an extended hulk scene that i didn't even give a shit about the first time i saw it yeah so that you did-, did not see this re-release no oh. i saw it twice in theaters i'm good like yeah, i'll yeah. wait for blu-ray and we'll just watch and it on blu-ray guys just keep it in theaters yeah end game or Avatar was still in theaters like four more months. And you know what the thing is, man? Just keep it in. It's coming, well, it's coming out on Blu-ray soon. But I think Black Panther was out in theaters when it was out on Blu-ray. It was. And I think, no, Captain Marvel wasn't. But Black Panther definitely was. It was out in theaters no, it for was. a long 100%. time. And, and that's all they have to do. It'll, it'll break it. The real reason, in my opinion, that this movie has not passed Avatar yet is YouTube and piracy. People 100%. are watching yeah, this it's, film it's illegally on their computers, on their, uh, what are they called, fire sticks. It was on the first week, it was on fire sticks. Yeah, and so like, what, what's the hell that app? Cody? Cody. So it's like got all that shit, it's all there, and so that's taken away a huge audience. I think we said this before, I know three people alone that watched it in its first weekend on Cody. Yeah, 100%. So like, and, and they would, they're of movie going age to have seen this film, so yeah. it's like, if I know three, and I only know like five people, so if three of them watch <laughs> yeah. this movie on Cody. But, and, and, but like, I don't understand. Did go to the like, movies? I oh. never expected them to beat it the first weekend. Like they needed like forty million. Like you ain't gonna get that on thirteen seconds. They needed twenty seven. Yeah, but still, you had it thirteen seconds. Yeah. Well, again, it wait, was. The, wait, come on. It's the 
It's the allure of... If you added 10, add, 15 plus minutes, like, give us something to be excited yeah. about. Like, that, that battle scene. Well, they're counting the Stan Lee thing like we didn't already see it in Captain Marvel. Yeah, Come it's, on it's like, just give us all they had to say was the battle scene we added 10, we cut 10, 15 minutes of battle scenes. Throw something like that in. I think that might have been something to push us, but 13 seconds, I don't give a shit about 13 seconds. Yeah, and it's like, and it's no offense to the Hulk, but it's just a Hulk action scene, and we haven't, I haven't seen it. But I'll wait till it comes out on Blu-ray. Yeah. And I bet you, well, I've seen it twice already, so I'll probably be able to pick it out. But like, big friggin' whoopty stinking do. Like, d- does it pass Avatar? Twenty million ish away. Yeah, just keep it in theaters. It will between that and Blu-ray sales alone, it'll pass. It'll pass Avatar. Uh, the Flash film reportedly found its new director in Andy Muschietti, who did it, it part two, and was a writer on something else I can't think of right now, but. Really good director who we now can kind of put this film in some good hands. And you said he directed the first it and second? Yeah. The first it was fantastic and yeah. the trailer for two alone yeah. freaked me to freak out. Yeah, so we, we we could be in good hands here that The Flash could finally find but its will legs. It, but, <laughs> but will it be Ezra Miller? Because there were reports saying that. <laughs> if it isn't, I'm in. <laughs> like, fuck it. Dude, I do. At this what point, do you care? No, he sucks. No, I was going to say, at this point. Just like just Grant do it. No, dude, give it just to like Grant. Grant Gustin, dude. If they gave it to Grant, I peep. Because that show's like, going downhill. Dude, be, this just, asshole's got a Flyers yeah, hat saw, on I doing a chop. I saw that. Sorry, we're watching like, the Phillies game. But it's like, if you're on your sixth season, you know, I think Arrow's on their eighth, and that's why it's yeah. like, okay, you've been in here a while, yeah. and we're running out of ideas, so it's time to go. Oh, man, I'm just like... Just give us the film. I just... If you're gonna but, end, but but is it the Flash point? Is it just a Flash origin? Give, is it like post Justice League? Like what is it? Me all is it the an Flash older point? Flash? It, nah, they'll go young. They have to. If, if they're gonna go young ass Batman, be stupid to have a young ass Batman yeah. and go old Flash. Yeah. Well, but if you DC. but if you do the Flash point, mm-hmm. even though even we saw the Flash or Paradox anime movie, yeah. we still buy this ticket just because how awesome it. that mm-hmm. story is. Just to see all them heroes and villains there, and of course that the letter given to Batman at the end. If if that could be the last time you see, if because technically Ben Affleck has one film left on his contract to reprise his role after Justice League, and if he got that letter from Thomas Wayne at the end, all us all us Batman fans I know were crying like girls at the end because that's still one of the deepest scenes I read in a comic or the you know panel. I have the Flash casting. Shoot, Scarsgard. No, yeah, Scarsgard, dude. He doesn't have to be He's, just a fucking clown. He's a good actor. He, He's I, a I, young. I, I, he's a young, good actor. He seems like too. I don't know. Scary. I'll, I'll, no, I'll just see. I'll look. Yeah, I'll look at me like you're it. No, you're not Barry Allen. <laughs> Cast somebody else. Give someone else a new Scarsgard, shot. Scarsgard, man, it's Machete's boy. Ah, give him. Give him. No, because he's fucking Finn like, Wolfhard. He's like six six. Let's go. Him, him next to Batman. Like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> You'll have to get a tall Batman. Well, no, wait. I don't. Uh, want we my, have our Batman. Well, so. I don't want to have like they did. Yeah, in, Robert Pattinson and Bill Scarsgard and like, is your DC hero in in like uh, Dark Knight Rises. Like, yeah. I don't want to have Bane standing on a box talking to Batman. Yeah, that, that just that was don't awkward. work to me. That was super awkward. Jerry Ordway's thoughts on uh, the Snyder edition of Justice League. He put it on Twitter. Um, if you don't know who Jerry Ordway is, he was a jo- he's Batman. Oh shit! He was like the writer or something for some Batman thing. Yeah, I thought he was the writer or, or screenwriter or something like that. It was. It was. Uh, he's like a was it Batman Beyond or Batman something animated series or Hold on, I got this. No, Superman. Jerry he's Ordway's thoughts. Crisis, uh, Crisis of Infinite Earth and Superman writer. That's oh, okay, 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 yeah. That's guys. And he put out his thoughts on Twitter of uh, if he would like to see 
a Zack Snyder Justice League. And he said, I sure would like to see a Blu-ray of this cut of the film. What does WB got to lose? I certainly appreciate the recreation of Richard Donner's Superman 2. So why not Zack Snyder's Justice League? I mean, his point is like, he's right. Like, you, we got that, that remake of Superman 2. So it was like, why not? Throw an extra $10 million on the pot. Whatever you need to finish it up. Because I know it wasn't complete. I think he deserves it, man. Mm-hmm. He threw Darkseid up and... After seeing his vision and after I heard um, uh, Kevin Smith's podcast about the, the lady who sold the original story of saying that he was in the movie, I've been pissed ever since that I never got to say it. And we probably never will. Dude, if I'm ever... I like the thought of what they have to if lose. If I'm ever a gazillionaire, I'm like, Zack Snyder, here's 1015. Bang that out. Thank you. <laughs> Bring back... <laughs> Henry, don't shave. Let him... <laughs> Give my Superman a mustache. I'd rather have a mustachioed Superman than that bullshit. That was awful looking. And they began the movie with a cell phone close-up of the the horrible CG. I will never understand that. That was mistake number one. It was terrible. Like, you watch it, you're like, all right, I'm out. And I'm changing the channel. What's wrong with his face? There's something off about the top of his lip. Uh, Anyway, not Barry, but Bailey. Halle Bailey. Has been cast as Ariel in the live action uh, Little, Little Mermaid. Mermaid. I mean, hey, that, I mean that's fine with me, but I feel bad because everyone's going to think Halle Berry every time her name is mentioned. <laughs> I mean, there's just no way about it. Yeah, and Halle Bailey. Like it almost even it's, it's, like, it's tougher. I almost yeah. said it. I said not Barry Bailey, it just, it just but Halle Berry. Yeah, it does want to come off the tongue. We're conditioned to say Halle Berry. I, mean, I, I just feel bad. She's for in it. a. I believe she's a uh, in a pop group, a duet, or like an R and B duet. Halle and something. I can't remember the other gal's name, but she's a singer. Um, I think she's she's probably been on I'm, some like Nickelodeon. I thing mean, maybe she's but. big somewhere else, but I don't know her. So I kind of like that it's a, a, a person that I don't know for someone that's going to play like such a like a iconic character like growing up for kids, Little Mermaid, right. I read the name in my head. I said Halle Berry in my head immediately. It's it's. I felt. I just feel bad. Where, did, where can we get a photo? Uh, yeah, I, I know what she looks like, but it, I. Oh, Chloe and Haley. That's that's oh, the name know. of the uh, the old duet. Yeah, these days I don't have Nickelodeon on, so I, I don't. You don't, I don't know. dude. You're not watching the the Splat Network. No, I'm not, I can't even tell you the last time I turned on Nickelodeon. To be honest, maybe maybe it was Rocket Power or something. Yo, don't mess with Rocket Power. Yeah, uh, that's her right there. So yeah, yeah. So. I, I mean, hey, it's we hey. do, but we do know a familiar face. Like you said, I like that it's somebody we don't know, but we do have a familiar face potentially playing Ursula in Melissa McCarthy. And if there was ever a perfect role, no, no. if there was ever a perfect role, it's no, her. You're right. And you know, what's funny is I rewatched Hangover Three. Yeah, you know, she is that little part, and yeah. she she <laughs> kills it. And that part, she was good. And I, I still like Happy Time Murders, man. Even though it's terrible, I I think Ursula she could play a good part. Like this, I feel like this is up her alley. Poor unfortunate souls. Like that's her. Yeah. That, this part uh-huh. is made for 100%. Melissa McCarthy. Uh, that and and she'll be purple. <laughs> so like and an octopus. So like that would be like the coolest yeah. version. And, of it, was, and it would look, they would make it look awesome. Yeah. So. I, well, have you seen the genie? <laughs> Don't fucking say they would true, make it awesome. True. 
If John Favreau does it, it'll I, just look like an octopus. I mean, I'll, and if, if the other guy does it, it'll look like Melissa McCarthy, but purple. I'm loving how Lion King lo- is looking. It but just it's, looks like lions. Yeah, that's fine. It's like, I, like, it's, I just like Morgan. I, was like, I feel like Morgan Freeman should be the narrator of that movie. And Simba goes into the woods to uh, eat some grubs. I know, and now I would still watch it. it. It just looks like lions in a forest. It's going to be really difficult. I like John Oliver as Zazu, and it just looks like a pecan. <laughs> <laughs> Or what is it? No, it's a pecan. Toucan. Toucan. I was like, a pecan? I was like, what? (laughs) Moving on, dude. It's 4th of July for everyone. Uh, Episode 9 will address Ray's parentage, according to Daisy Ridley. I feel like you kind of have to, no? I mean, especially if she's not going to be in the next ones. Yeah, you're going to have to give us some kind of backstory, so that's, that's no surprise for me. I would say... I am, I'd be a little pissed if they didn't mention her parentage, actually. Well, I think it would set the freaking Star Wars universe on fire. Yeah. Because, like, if we this don't is know her who last our parents time, are. Unless the next trilogy is, like, about them. Which I could. S- no, it's supposed to be in the future. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. What, yet, actually, I don't not. know what the hell it's supposed to be about. But, I mean, listen. It's, listen to MRC it's, Tech for it's, that. It's, it's D&D, so, like. <laughs> God. Dude, I feel sorry for you, Sean, that you have to deal with a trilogy <laughs> uh, from, D- from Benioff and Weiss because. Uh, you know, I have faith. I ain't gonna shit on them like bro, my co-host. What is. fucking faith do you have? I have faith. There's their passion project. They grew up. <laughs> they grew. <laughs> they grew up with Star Wars. <laughs> Game of Thrones, the largest TV show in the history. They don't. They don't mean shit. No, it was. They, 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 in the okay. first four or five seasons, they yeah. were like, "Fuck, it's our baby." They had books, and then they got the inkling that they could get Star Wars, and then they <laughs> fucking rounded. All right, dude. That's you like this one. Bill and Ted Three has begun filming. Dude, I'm so hyped for this. I can't believe you're not. What's going. it called? Face the music. I think it is Face the music. But yeah. this is set release. They're both walking out of a, a, um, a phone booth. First time I've seen Keanu clean shaven in, in ten plus years. Since the replacements, I don't even know if he was clean shaven. He that. was, he yeah. was clean shaven. But like that's, I'm like, all right, cool, I'm in. Can't wait to see this freaking movie. Yeah, I, know. I hope it's they just, both still got it. It's just a bunch of old dudes doing Excellent. their singing. We're getting Ghostbusters with old dudes. We're getting Bill and Ted with old Bring dudes. Bring it, baby. They're taking the old stuff. You know what we're getting next? We're getting Back to the Future. There actually was. I thought I did read something that that was like a potential. I don't think Michael J. Fox is doing acting anymore. No, I meant like a reboot type of deal i thought oh, i read Jesus something like that i hope Christ. not i friggin hope not that'll be tough let's go to the uh the box office at number 10 falling from number seven but hanging into the top 10 at 3.2 million dollars is john wick chapter three number nine falling from number six at 3.9 million is rocket man listen to this one number eight falling from number two continuing to bomb after it bombed the first week only 4.4 million in the second week is child's play Ugh. Rough. Number seven, up from number 13 because of the re-release, Avengers Endgame at $6.1 million. So it did get a jump. A 207% increase week over week domestically. Number, well, no shit. It got a jump. It got re-released. No, no shit. Because oh, it was we only a limited four more still. seconds again. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, number six, falling from number four, Men in Black International at six point seven million. Uh, staying at number five, The Secret Pets, Secret Life of Pets two at seven point three. Fall, uh, number four, falling from number three at ten point one is Aladdin. New to the list, number three at seventeen million. Not sure if it's a flop. Don't know the budget. Hope it isn't. Is yesterday really want to see that film? Yeah, you've been, you've been raving uh, about love, it. I uh, love the idea of that film. Number two, new to the list of twenty point two million. Annabelle comes home. So good for that film to do well. Yep, yeah, but I'll never see that film ever. But it's apparently like a funnier version of the Annabelle I, yeah, I did, saga. I did hear that doll just fucking creepy. Yeah, that doll just with that the first Conjuring movie. Right, I've watched that movie probably three hundred times. 
Um, that was Ashley's get drunk and watch Krampus and, and the Conjuring yeah. back to back. That was when Greg got really into Twitch. <laughs> I love Twitch. Yeah, um, they start the movie, bam, and just cold open, boom, doll. Right in the kisser. Wow, right in the kisser. <laughs> uh, and then number one, staying at number one at $59.7 million. No is surprise. Sam's home movie when he was five years old at Christmas. Uh, and then Toy Story 4. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> Come on, we know it's Toy Story. All right, uh, what's upcoming? I think there's something good coming out, right? I think after Far From... No. I think we, I only went up to Far From Home, so I actually don't know yeah, what no, is no, coming jump. Oh, oh, I do want to see that fucking alligator movie. Oh, Crawl. Yeah, I yeah. want to see that. I don't so care. So we have Ray and Liz on the 10th, then July 12th we have Crawl. Oh, Stuber. Oh, that, that, that looks funny, Yeah, that too. looks funny. Uh, the Art of Self-Defense, Super 30, Saving Zoe, The Farewell, and Darlin'. And then next week is The Lion King. So I would say, And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is the, oh, weekend, that looked, that looks the good. week after that. Quentin's Jul- ninth, though. July, and then August is Hobbs and Shaw. So like we got stuff in... Yeah, there's still some blockbusters oh, there's coming. there's the winner, Dora, coming out oh, August 9th. God forbid. Let's move on to the TV section, Sam. We have a couple of reviews. First, I'm going to read the premiere. Then I'm going to read the whole season. Both oh, of these are completely okay, spoiler-free cool. for Stranger Things Season 3. Out today, so you can actually watch it now. When I'm done reading the, um, the review for just the first episode... Then you, I want you to chime yeah, in. Yeah, because that, that's all cause I that's watch all in you, like 10 minutes of the second Do you episode. agree? So this is the first episode of Stranger Things Season 3. Netflix kicks off its third Stranger Things season with a fabulous episode that focuses its attention on the Hawkins kids as they struggle with the process of growing up while trying to retain their established friendship. It's quickly apparent that creators Matt and Ross Duffer have a strong understanding of their characters and how to best use them. The only worrisome aspect is the ever-expanding ensemble and whether or not there's enough compelling story to go around. I know. 8-8. Eight, eight. Dude, that's that's about right, man. Like, yeah. I, I think I agree with every word they said. The stories were great. The kids were great. And literally, them aging kind of, if you remember growing up and you know when you had a girlfriend or something and you know, like you weren't always with the crew... The whole day like you were. So it was kind of split. I thought the characters were great. There were some what-the-hell moments. You just might Already wait. in the first episode. You might have to wait till the end to see it. But I was like, oh, shit. But each character had their moment to shine. Mm-hmm. Everyone was great. And I'm just, I'm just glad to have the crew back. Yeah. And it's I've recommitted myself to watching season two again with an open heart and open mind and a lot of love I mean, in my heart. I mean, I'm season, like, one was, season one was so good. hands down better than season two. But yeah. what I've heard from season three have been nothing but good things. Season one or episode one was great. Well, let's go for the whole review. Right. Spoiler free for the whole season. Netflix Stranger Things season three is the... The series' best outing so far, with bigger stakes and stronger character development than its previous two iterations. As the kids mature, so do their respective stories, and the young actors continue to deliver the goods. Newcomer Maya Hawk is an outstanding addition to the already stacked ensemble, with David Harbour's Hopper and Winona Ryder's Joyce adding a nice bit of emotional depth with their compelling storyline. The production value has also been given a boost, making this season three feel like uh, feel more like something you might see in a movie theater. Yeah, I was just the first episode alone. You could tell like it was upped. I was, I was again. I would say nine zero. Nine zero. That is correct, Good. dude. I'm, I'm ca- I can't wait. Like I'm try- again I'm trying to avoid spoilers. There, don't want yeah. nothing ruined. Yeah, I'm super excited to I go back and watch th- too. Is it 13 episodes? I don't know. Okay, I, 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 just, I didn't. I didn't. Finish. I just turned on Netflix hit play. Gone. Just, I had two episodes left of two, so I've never even finished two. So I'm going to commit myself. And again, what they do, which I love, they give you the recap of season one. Recap of season two and go. So it's like, oh, boom, boom. All right, I'm ready. Yeah. So it was cool. Check it out. I, I want to let you gush because it's we don't do the weekly thing 
of Swamp Thing, like we have done for yeah. for Doom Patrol and everything. But it's your turn. They're done four episodes. Episode yeah. five drops tomorrow, so Friday, probably the day you're hearing this. I'm probably not gonna be able to edit this till Friday morning. Uh, we are starting a little later than normal, and I do want to go to bed. Um, but go ahead and gush I, about Swamp. I, Thing. I won't. I won't say anything spoilery because, dude. It's fucking so good. I'm, dude, every episode, because I'm in the group chat with the comic book fiend club. As soon as I say it, I comment. I vent pissed off, but I'm, I'm still calm. I just feel like this show is going to get picked. It's too good mm-hmm. not to get picked up. Best D- DC universe. Dude, it's it's better than Titans. It's better than Doom Patrol. Well, yeah, it's better than... I thought it from one episode it was already better than Titans. Dude, give me a hawk and dove spin. It just though. works. Let's like go. the money's in it. Like ever you see, well, that's it, the problem. You, the you, money was in it for thirteen, and now it's in it for ten, and now it's in it for zero. I, so. I mean, yes, we know. We years ago, I think it was when this, you have a production value and you have James Wan behind exactly. it. Exactly, and it's like, going to be the, really the good. The tone is right. The music's right. Yeah. The tension, the acting, everything is there. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's necessarily horror. I would say there's some jump scares and stuff like that, but it's not like a horror. It's more of like the thriller, Man, it's a thriller. dark, ominous thriller. Hundred percent. Got a that little murky, that swampy. You know what I mean? That's it's. I don't know. Like you're, you're gonna probably need to adjust the brightness a little bit for some things in the swamp. Like I have to my brightness. I turn it up on my iPad all the way when I watch the so show. Just okay. to just to be safe because especially I have a glare coming in in the daytime around nine o'clock in the morning. So oh Jesus. Yeah. Well, I'm I, I'm, obvi- I'm also never home at nine o'clock in the morning on Friday. So that was a lie. And I'll I'll just say this: they're in, they're introducing characters that we haven't seen on screen before, and. With my guts telling me that this show was going to get picked up just because all the characters were saying that it's, yeah. you're, now, we're almost seeing Justice League Dark being like almost like introduced. Now I'm only on episode two. You're a couple episodes Four ahead of me. You're caught yeah. up. Um, there to me, there's this little girl uh, who has a pretty cool thing going on with Swamp Thing. I hope that they expand on that a little bit more because I like where that's going. Um, but I will say it's gory, guys. So if you like. If, oh, if you like, this is like the happening done right. Oh, dude, and, this is when there, Plants Attack Volume there One. There is some fantastic kills. Yeah, there's some gross and, and you shit. see everything. So the, it, it, the it's, opening scene has a pretty oh, fantastic yeah, the, of the first the Blue episode. Ranger gets yeah. annihilated. Yeah, dude. Yeah, good point. Um, Again, I, I I highly recommend everyone. Watch Swamp Thing. Shit, tweet it at DC Universe. Send them all the tweets. Instagram out. Just again, bring because I know there's already a petition to keep the show going. I just. Something tells me it might be going to Netflix or something like that. They got more money. DC Unit are kind of just getting started over there. Netflix has the, mo- the you budget. You do the realize that they're never going to put that on Netflix because Warner Brothers owns it. Warner Brothers has their own streaming service coming out, which we're going to talk about in yeah. just a moment here yeah. with another show coming to it. If it goes anywhere, it will go there. Yeah. It will go to Warner Brothers streaming service where it has a smaller fucking audience yeah. than it will now. I'll and just it's be pissed because I won't want to get another streaming exactly. service. Exactly. Exactly. I just need someone else to just like give you their logins. <laughs> no, just, no. I I just need someone else to be like, here, DC. Here's the forty million that you were shorted from North Carolina or whatever. Go film some other fucking state. Like, come on, we, go film in Louisiana. The, They'll give you like twelve bucks. And of all the millionaires of all the guys in DC, you guys can't all pitch together a million each or something. If you were, if you had a million bucks, you wouldn't. If I you'd keep if the money. I was a millionaire, you'd want to you'd, you'd want to remain and, a millionaire. Oh, no, if I had the extra millions, you know what I'm saying? Come on. You were not talking about a couple thousand here, dude. Like, well, 
That's what I'm saying. But if you gathered the community, <laughs> shit, the fans, I would don't. I should, there's I throw, politics involved. There's backstage shit. I throw 100 shit, bucks in the fund. There's everything. Yeah, if they had a GoFundMe to save Swamp Thing, yeah, I'd donate 10. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw 100 bucks. <laughs> Fuck it. All right, dude. Uh, Neil Gaim- uh, Gaimans. I'm sorry. Neil, Neil Gaimans. Gaimans. Whatever. Neil Gaimans Vertigo comic Sandman is finally coming to Netflix. Now, Sandman is a comic that I've always – I never read. But people are like, dude, it's one of the best. You have to read it. Maybe I guess maybe I should now if, if it's coming to Netflix. People rave about. Would you it. read it or just wait for the show? I I kind of want at least just I want I just want to f- more like familiarize myself with the character and his lore. Mm-hmm. And but I, what I hear is that they're, they're throwing a boatload of this money. This is not this the Spider-Man villain, Sandman. Yeah, just want to point that out. This is not yeah. anything to do with Marvel because again, it's, it's a, a Vertigo, Vertigo comic. Yeah. So and what I read, that. I thought I read something like a five hundred million dollar like budget, like it got signed for a couple Who seasons. What are we making Star Wars? That's what the not, fuck dude, are you? That's what I read. How about five million? But was it five? I don't know. But I don't, it ain't five hundred. I I, I will pull up your goddamn mind. It said five. Where did that come million. from? The Onion? Like, dude. The Onion? I don't know. Let me see. <laughs> All right, you, you look that up. I'm gonna keep going. We got our first poster and even a little bit of a video teaser for The Witcher coming to Netflix. I just want to throw a reminder out there for everybody who is like super psyched about The Witcher because they love the game. This this show is not based off the games. This show is based off the books. So if you're a Witcher reader, then you're definitely super excited. Hell, if you're a video game player, you are too because you're going to get a different story. And I think that's the positive here. Like if you're going into this, oh, I loved Witcher. Even if you just played Witcher 3, like probably a lot of people. Uh you know, let's see what Henry Cavill can do with facial hair. Uh, no, I think he actually, actually, I don't think he has facial hair as Geralt. But uh, it's based off the book. So you're going to get a different Geralt. You're going to get a different story. He only has one sword. So a little hint, hint for the game uh, players out there. But did you see this little teaser of The, the Witcher, the little teaser? I saw this. The, the pictures that were released. There was a little teaser. And when I say it was a little teaser... It's a black screen where Henry Cavill, as Geralt, walks into frame and walks up to the screen. Oh, wait, it's black. Can you see his face? And just goes, <laughs> yeah, I, I did see that. It's just like, that is the teaseriest of all how do you How do you feel? Like, how do you, like how did he look to you? He looked like young Geralt. I mean, it's based off the books, which I have to assume is... I don't read the Witcher books. I don't, I okay. don't, don't do that. So I have to assume that Geralt in the books is like pre-game. It's probably like a prequel to the games. And Geralt is definitely older, especially in The Witcher 3. Um, Tyrion, Tyrion, Scar, and all above his eye. But I think I'm like, I think I'm just ready for the show uh, to finally come out because I'm never going to read the books. I'm not going to finish the game. So at this point, the only thing that's connecting me to The Witcher is this show. You're ready because you like Cavill. Uh, I mean, I, I like with the games, like the lore around it. It's just, but when you're like, man, this game's 100 hours, like that to me, I'm like, fuck. Like that's so daunting. But the show, I'm in. Like, I'm there. Again, though, based off the books, so it's like, you know, I don't, I don't think anybody who's played the games is really gonna, it's not gonna matter for them. Uh, well, no, let me, let me take that back. It will totally matter. It, it will be again, like I said, a new story. Previously announced, Pacific Rim. So that's not the story. Is not that a Pacific Rim animated series is coming. We, we got that. I think earlier in the year, around January, something like that, it was announced. We talked about it on this show. But now it will launch in Netflix. We have a release window. For Netflix, for the specific Rim anime, it's 2020, and it will comprise of at least two seasons. 
Well, first, I need to see how the animation looks like. I mean, you have my attention. I'm not, like, biting at the bid for it. But if I at least see the animation for it, that'll determine my excitement level. And everything I looked at for the same age just says huge, big budget TV series. But I can't I can't get an exact yeah, number. Yeah, it ain't goddamn five million. Uh, I hope it's not, because that would be insane. But, yeah. Uh, it was five million. What was it? A million dollars an episode for Game of Thrones or something like that? Or 10 million? So Game of Thrones only had, what, a $60 million budget for its last season? You think you're going to get 50 or 500 or whatever the hell you just said? Half a billion dollars to make Sandman? No thanks. A Gremlins animated prequel series is now in development for Warner's unnamed streaming service. So again, there we go. Warner streaming service gets its first like official show coming to it. At least its first original show. It's a prequel series for the Gremlins called Gremlins Secrets of Mogwai. This has no interest to me at all. You don't like... Uh, no. What the hell's his name? Gremlins? What the hell's the little Gremlins name? Uh, dude... They, oh never did, they never did. They never did it for me as a kid. They never did it for me as a kid. The first one was legitimately kind of creepy. The second one was just like a fucking comedy. It just completely missed me, man. What the hell, dude? Everybody out there is yelling at me. At the Not end me. Of their, into their speakers right now that, they, that I don't. No, know. I'm fine, Greg. Take all the time you need. The, gre- the you, little, you could call him the main tractor, gremlin. and I'll, I'll go along with it. You, you don't know the little Greg. I don't give a baker's fuck about the gremlins. <laughs> But I know, hey, I know there's the people. I know ne- I'm, people Nemo? are yelling at me right now, but I did. It just never was my cup of tea. It's not Nemo. It's. I hope it's not Nemo because that would just be horrible. Yeah, but it came out before all that shit. Um, there's no way they named a gremlin named Nemo. I'm calling that now. Hold on. It is. Uh, oh, Gizmo. God damn it. <laughs> Gizmo. God damn it. Dude, he's cute as shit. I had, to look, that, I had so. to look that one up. Attack on Titan Season 4 will be the show's last. I'm kind of shocked that they're only going four seasons. I like when shows end on their own terms, except for Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> if it true. ends for the right reasons, with yeah, a thought-out story. How long can they go? Like, defeat the Titans, I, show's over, or everyone dies. It's like the same kind I of know, thing. I feel like there's a the lot to be done. High, the stakes are as high as Game of Thrones. There's a lot to be done. Well... Without spoiling what's happened so far, we need season three first. Well, I didn't watch the uh, the new season yet. I'm gonna wait until that's all out on Blu-ray and I bang it. You've out. seen two though. Yeah, yeah, but t- three is, is and not... two ended on such like a, a cliffhanger at the end. I was like, God damn it! I started one. It it did, but maybe yeah. not as impactful. Yeah, yeah. AMC says that the Walking Dead universe will live on for many years to come. Jesus Christ! Can we just end this shit, please? It's dude. It's all. It's AMC. AMC. It's the only thing AMC has. They, they won't let it go. They can't let it go. And Kurt, what are they going to do? Kurt made like a stab like it's, Bro, it's at his they hands. Gonna, are they going to revolve their network around Into the Badlands? As nice as you think that show is. No, it's, it's done. Not. No, no, it's done. That's well, there you go. Well, then they got nothing. No, no, they don't have anything. Mad Men's done. Breaking Bad. Fear the done. Walking Fear Dead. The they're walking having dead another off Walking Dead. And, you they're, know. They're in like prequel or some shit, right? It'll be like close to like how the uh, apocalypse was started, I think. Something like that. I think it's a prequel series. I think we announced that. I'm not announced. I think we talked about that on this show a while back. Oh, I'm pissed. <clears throat> well, you know, as the more Walking Dead we get is a bad thing, in my opinion. Yeah, because I'm begrudgingly watching it now. And now that... What are you doing? I, I made it this far. I'm just hoping that it just goes like another year. It's, they just said I it's know. not. I, so what if the ratings are like one million? Like if that's all it I never get. will be. That's the problem. This show is always going to do better than most television shows, even if it's like shit, because it already is. Which sucks. Fuck my life. And we'll end it in the gaming space. And we got Greg's impressions of Mario Maker Two. I know he's 
loving it. It's good, but that's got its flaws. It's, oh, it's, I mean, no, it's 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 oh, great. Oh, okay, okay. It's amazing. It's I just my, was not expecting you to attack it like it that. Is, it is easily my game of the year so far. Um, Damn, I really? have a feeling that will change, but I, I think that that is oh. easily my game of the year so far. We have Sword and Shield. We have Luigi's Mansion Three. We have. Uh, Star Wars Fallen or Jedi Fallen Order. We have Borderlands Three. We have Gears Five. So like we and have you know, games, and, you, and you need to play Devil May Cry. So. so we got we got shit that'll come out um, still. But Mario Maker Two is is easily my game of the year, and it is great. I, I the single player is what we'll call easy um, and kind of bland. I wish there was like a oomph at the end. You beat it fast, right? Uh, I just beat. It. I, it's a hundred levels. Yeah. I mean, if it takes you, you could beat it in a couple hours. Hundred levels, not a big deal. Um, the making is great. Uh, you know, uh, do I miss the Wii U gamepad for the first time ever? Yes, the Wii U gamepad was perfect for it uh, because you could use the stylus. You can only create levels uh, well well in handheld mode with like touchscreen. You have to use your joystick um, if you want to create them while it's docked. So like, I don't have the incentive like I used to to create levels. I created probably I don't know twelve levels in the first one. This one I haven't created a level yet. I've just been playing, but the but the new mechanics, the new style, 3D World is unbelievable. Um, and boy, the new uh, gimmicks or or items that you could use, like on off switches, is like the greatest thing. A claw, the seesaws, just everything they added to this game is damn near perfect. I love that. People have gotten obviously trolly, but I'm learning Kaizo, uh, which is great because like I'm sitting here for 40 minutes just playing the same one half of a level dying over and over and over. But it's fun. It's rewarding when you do beat that level. Uh, I love Endless instead of a 100 Mario Maker challenge where you only get 100 lives and you beat the levels. Now it's you get 5 to 30 lives and you just play until you lose them. Uh, and I like that. See how far you can get it. It's got like a leaderboard to it. I love that. Where I will say the game is just has so much potential, but it is just flopping hard in its face. And it's not because of the game. It's because of Nintendo uh, is its multiplayer. Its multiplayer Damn. is so fun. Yeah. Dude, to play online against four random people to try and get to the to the goal first yeah. is so wacky and zany and fun. But there is so much lag yeah there's not there's not dedicated servers they're basing it off of your internet connection and if i'm playing somebody with a bad internet connection and they're the host i'm using their internet and it's pointless i was in a game where the three second countdown took over a minute and if you quit you get that you get penalized so like Uh, i gotta set it out and like you never know what the connection is going to be like before you get into a game even if you have four bars doesn't mean you're going to get everybody with that and so he quit and all of a sudden, the game ran perfectly. And I was like, Nintendo, I pay you $20 a year. Yeah, not as much as Xbox or PlayStation, only a third of it. But I pay you to use your online. Yeah. And it is no different than it was for the Wii and Wii U. And it's like, get your shit together. Smash, Mario Kart, Maker 2, your big first-party titles deserve dedicated servers. And that, to me, is holding the game back. Because I would play multiplayer all day long. It is so Or have fun. like servers like a spot like, oh, like the strong servers play here. Middle here, and then weak. If you have weak servers, you have to stay. You're you're you have to wait longer. Like, like you're in a queue. Like your queue is like all the people that have like four bars. You go here, so you don't get no lag. If you have medium, you get you get put in this one. Yeah. Low or or local. All the locals get put over here. If you. If you played this game based off of region, though, then all the people with bid in it would 
have bad internet so you're nobody you would never get a good match it would always lag so what's the incentive to play online you could just fix it with nintendo putting out their own servers and just play off a of dedicated server if we're paying 20 fucking dollars this game is selling like hotcakes smash is already over 15 million units sold and a lot of those folks play online you have the it, when mario kart 9 eventually comes out you have a bunch of games that you're going to... Pokemon, dude, that people are going to battle online. Do you think that you're going to want to battle online with shit connections what's, and a laggy Pokemon battle? Oh, it's going to be awful. What's the cost of a new server? I, I don't know. That, I, I have no idea. But you're you know. fucking Nintendo. You're selling you Switches faster than you sold PlayStation 4s. You've yeah. already outsold yeah. the PlayStation 4 in Japan. Like, yeah. th- they have money. They're finally in the green, in the net positive. So, like... That's my biggest thing with this game. And again, it's less on the game and more on Nintendo. And when you do get a smooth match, it is so bonky and zany and brainy and wany and awesome. And I love everything about it. I just wish I could get more good matches. So great game. Love it. It's clearly 9, 10 out of 10. Uh, my game of the year so far. I just don't think it's going to stay there um, based yeah, off the yeah, other things. Yeah, with Pokemon coming out, I'll knock it right off. Pokemon, Borderlands 3. Uh, you know, I think Star Wars is going to be great. So we'll see. Cuphead, the delicious last course, delayed until 2020. Yeah, the delicious last course, the DLC. And you love the first Cuphead. The only, this is DLC. So, like, I I love Cuphead. I don't care about this, though. You don't care about it? Nah, this is not something that's going to get me back into Cuphead. It's cool that it's coming out, but this game was, this game, this indie game with, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's beautiful hand-drawn art. It took six years to make an indie game. Like, no shit this DLC was delayed. They want to avoid the crunch, and anybody who's a gamer kind of understands what the crunch is. But I, and I, So I get that, because um, the crunch is like the, 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 the new thing in gaming. But like, it's DLC for a game that, to me, it was a two or three years old. I beat it when it first came out. It took me forever. It was hard as shit. I'm never going back. I'm done. I'm happy. <laughs> it was great. I, I just, just don't. don't one, hey, just hey. There's games that you beat once, and you just put it down. And you don't pick it back up. Yeah, plain as that. But uh, I know people that are super hyped for this. Harvest Moon: Friends of Mineral Town remake coming to Switch, at least in Japan. And what's cool about this is not that it's a remake coming to Switch, where you can just save as as a Wii game or a Wii U game and upres it to HD. This is a Game Boy Advance game that they're turning into HD, which is it's neat. It's not as like turn it on its head like they're doing with Link's Awakening with Zelda. It kind of looks. A little choppy, but Harvest Moon's cool. They have you got your Stardew Valleys, you got your uh, you got your Animal Crossing coming. So I don't know how well Harvest Moon's going to do, but it's nice to see another Nintendo staple franchise coming back from the GBA depths of hell <laughs> to the Nintendo Switch. Spider Man adding free suits for Far From Home, and I haven't played that game in months, and you ain't either. So like after the me. third and final. DLC, DLC. Back. I beat, I beat everything but that chick's YouTube shit because I hated it. And the new suits, like, there's not the enough black for me suit, to go back. I didn't even. It, yeah. it was a ski mask. It wasn't even that good. So even that, I'm like, well, all right. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's even enough to get me to turn back on the game. Uh, there's what are you gonna do? Go swing around? Finally, fast travel? There's not. There's nothing that they you can do. It one time. They didn't add anything to the game, so it's like you're just playing the game that you already beat. It would be cool if you want to go back and replay the game. You know, if you want to play it through a second time, maybe New Game Plus if they have that option. I'm not sure. But that's where you would benefit from it. But I saw somebody, I think Robbie on our Instagram was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, this is the news I needed to hear. And it's awesome news. And I love free content and games. But I haven't played the game since January. Yeah. And and real quick, me and Rob talked about the the Spider-Man movie. He absolutely loved it. Spider-Man's the shit. He's a smart man. Yeah. He's a smart man. 
His Spider-Man is me, Batman. So, yeah. Shout out to you, Rob. Remedy Entertainment acquires the publishing rights to the Alan Wake IP. This is, like, enormous news for anybody who gave a shit about Alan Wake 1, which was an Xbox 360 exclusive. Alan Wake 2 has been in development hell for years, potentially canceled. We don't know where it's at. The Blair Witch Project game that was announced on Xbox's (laughs) stage this year, everybody thought that was, like, a first-person Alan Wake game. So, like... Alan Wake is in good hands. Remedy is a great, great, great developer. They've brought us Quantum Break for the Xbox One. They, I think it maybe came out to other platforms um, afterwards, but I'm not sure. And they brought us Max Payne in the Max Payne series, which is a great series of games. So hopefully one day soon for Scarlet, we see Alan Wake 2. Please give us Alan Wake 2. Alan Wake 1 was a freaking cult classic. Hope I pronounced this right. You Nino it. Kunai is no. getting a third game. Kuni. Nino Kuni is getting a third game again, at least in Japan. Yeah, and this one, it'll probably come west. The second one did too. But the second one was such a crazy departure from the first one that we have to hope that the third one gets back to what made the first game great. Because if it's anything like the second one, I'm out. But it's a traditional JRPG. If you're a JRPG fan, you're going to love it. That anime style animation, really good uh, first game, not so much the second one, but we have some stuff uh, for Fighter Fest, which was the AEW B-level pay-per-view. This is not a huge show. This was not their double or nothing or their all-in or the Royal Rumble or the WrestleMania. This is more like, I don't know, uh, Extreme Rules yeah, or like Money it in the Bank. It's a B-level yeah. show that, you know... That had a really fun backstory. If you want to even a little bit more on the backstory of it, go listen to Ion Ryan episode three uh, on our feed. So just go to the podcast right before this one and check that out. But Sam, you watched a little bit of it. Um, thank you. Welcome yeah. to AEW, my friend. What'd you think? Dude, these people are fucking insane. Some of these guys, the, sh- dude, the, the shit that I watched there, the, the, the abuse, the shit, the Cody's head gashed. The- that was a botch. Yeah, it was. Oh, you, well, you see. You know, that- hit him, right? Well, the, the edge of the... Cause do, you they, know, they, do you know who hit him? Do you know who that was? What was his name? Sean Spears. Do you know who that is? He, he used to be somebody. Or Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger, that's it. So I see, I see what they did, that they dented the chair, but when it hit him, it scraped the other top half, just ripped his head open. Yeah. And he got, I think it was 10 staples. Yeah. And I, I just looked up pool blood. I was like, oh, this brings back the old days. And he's a blonde. He bleaches his hair, yeah. so it makes it look even better yeah. when he bleeds. I mean, but, I know that wasn't the plan. Yeah. No, but, it was not. But let me just clear but no, up no that, concussion. <laughs> that the Fighter Fest botch and then that John Moxley, Joey Janela oh non-sanction match afterwards, that is not what AEW is going to be all about. No. That was strictly a storyline, non-sanctioned thing. John yeah. Moxley beforehand, he was the king of the death match before he came to WWE and had to tone it down. Yeah. Now, like I think he just wanted his first match in AEW to be a hardcore match and to, like, it, it to get his kind of recognition that, back. It's it, not going to be like that all the time. It brought it back old school on I mean, the match just with, with the, the tax and just... After he slams his foot, and you just see him like he you know, took off his shoes. I know. I, it was I, dude, awesome. I saw that, and then I think it was uh, Moxley at the end took a picture of his back yeah. and just all the scrapes and cuts. I was like, oh, yeah. There was bad. barbed wire wrapped chairs. There was yeah. barbed wire tables. There was regular tables. There was ladders. There was thumbtacks in this Joey Janela John Moxley non-sanctioned match that happened after the pay per view went dark. They brought you this match, but they kept it on TV. And this whole thing, Fighter Fest, is available online for free on Bleacher Report Live. So you can go watch the entire thing. They even have some free matches on YouTube as well, including the buy-in. And now they're putting little matches here and there from the show on YouTube that were on the main show. Because it's free. Why the hell not? Just give yeah. it more exposure by putting it on YouTube and grow your brand. It's the smart thing to do. Um, it wasn't the greatest show. It was 
really good. Um, I would put it up there with anything WWE has done this year, but right below all the takeovers and probably yeah, you, and you always stay in the takeovers and the definitely best. below Double or Nothing. Um, but probably better than anything WWE's put on this year, even for a B level show. But I will say though that WWE has had a good run so far in its two shows since Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff are the yeah. executive directors. Since that change, I will say Raw was pretty damn good. And SmackDown oh. was all right. and SmackDown was all right. First time all the, year. The problem is, I'm tired of these storylines with these characters. I want new characters. I want new yeah. everything. Yeah. That's what AEW is bringing me. Wrestlers we don't know. So that's where we're going to go into our top three of our top three favorite AEW wrestlers that we've seen so far. I don't think I've ever said this guy. I wind up watching the clip of this dude. It was like all his like best and worst shit ever. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy Havoc's awesome, dude. He's a dude, British he, he deathmatch god. He is a madman. Yeah. Of I watched. If you watched MJF's promo before his match, and Jimmy Havoc was in that, he was on Fighter Fest. Jimmy Havoc had a match at Fighter Fest. Jungle Boy was in that match. The guy MJF comes out and cuts a promo, and he talks so much shit on Jimmy Havoc, and it's scathing. It's on YouTube for free. But anyway, go ahead. Dude, I, I just, the shit that he does, like, it reminded me of old school, like, you know, like, Mick Foley doing crazy-ass shit of, you know, barbed wire, going through glass, fire, thumbtacks. He's 35, too, so he's not, he's yep. not a spring chicken. I see a lot of his moves where he puts, like, he has, like, the, um, the, the, the long strip of the lights, of the, yeah. not LEDs, whatever, but he'll put it up to their head, and he headbutts it himself, I was like, what the, like, I know, I don't remember seeing anyone the, do this the shit. tube lights? Dude, I, like, the shit that he did to people, and shit that he got done to him, I was like, Hell, is this guy still alive? Yeah, he's a deathmatch king, man. Can you imagine him and John Moxley in a deathmatch? That would be I, awesome. I feel like that probably has to happen because that I, I give him all the credit. Yeah, that, my number, th- my number three is Jungle Boy, uh, I Luke, Luke Perry's boy. kid. I he just is, kept him off. He's so talented. Yeah. I wanted to put his BFF Luchasaurus on my list as well. Shout out to Luchasaurus, but uh, he like carries him to the ring on his shoulders. So I wanted to put him out there, but I didn't. Jungle Boy is yeah. on my list. He's awesome. He's a high flyer from the jungle. And my number two, I, I checked him out just because you always raved about him, was Kenny Omega. He's my number two as well. I, we have the same two in one. Probably. Definitely. All yeah. the clips I've seen. It's I could, so hard though. Cody, the Young yeah, Bucks, know, all okay, these amazing people. I kept off the people that I knew. Mm-hmm. So okay, then we I, then we don't have the same number one. So like I could have been I could have kept Cody. I didn't keep yeah. Cody. I don't like I see Cody doesn't do it for me. I agree with you, Ryan, uh, from the Ian Ryan show about Cody. His move set it just doesn't do it for me. I, I, I love his storytelling and his and his uh, mic skills just doesn't do it. I for guess me. I, I watched love, I love an old match of um, Omega and um, Jericho. Yeah, and you know you could see Jericho slowing down. Actually, I know the one point it stuck from out. Japan or from AEW? from Japan yeah, from yeah, Japan. Yeah. So the one match during Japan, and I guess Omega they, does they wrestled twice. So, you know, Jericho's about to go on the top rope, and then he kicks him, and he hits his, you know, his nuts on the top rope, and then he goes, to, like, to drop kick him off, and then when he hits him, Jericho, like, stutters to look back at the table, and it's, like, the latest, like, it almost reminded me of uh, Hercule's super, super punch or something, like, the late reaction where he gets hit, then he's like, ah, and then he throws himself off. <laughs> but it was, hey, I give him credit, he had good form, good technique, good wrestler. Yeah, Kenny Omega is the best in the world. There's yeah. no doubt about it. He's also my number two. You go watch his three matches with Kazuchika Okada. Uh, Okada um, in Japan, they had a th- three matches in 2018. I want to say maybe even 17, but I think 18. Um, unbelievable matches to where Dave Meltzer, in his five star rating, gave him six and seven stars. Damn. That's how good they are, wow. and they're unbelievable. One's a 60 minute time limit that goes the distance. Holy shit! I, and I, I like match. his energy. Yeah, you give me enthusiasm. He, I like it. He's a video game nut. 
right? He's got the Terminator gimmick too, where he comes out yeah. and does his thing. They, did you see their entrance? His entrance with the Young Bucks at I, Fighter Fest. That I, he was because he was in the Bullet Club too, right? He was in Bullet Club yeah, for a little yeah. bit, but he's in the Elite now. But him and the Young Bucks had a uh, six-man tag match against the Lucha Brothers and uh, Laredo Kid at Fighter Fest. They came out as Ken Ryu and, and Akuma from Street Fighter. Wait, what was? Is that the one where they're like Hadouken? Yeah. And then Ross was there. Okay, I did see that because at first I was like, wait, were they doing DBZ or was it something no, it was else? Street Fighter. They was, were dressed okay, as Street Fighter okay. characters. Got yeah, it. Ken Ryu and, and what's his face uh, Akuma. So and Kenny Omega definitely. I mean, one of the best in what's so that's my number two as well. Number one, Darby Allen. Yeah, guys, he's insane. Yeah. Once I saw him do that, he he was yeah. wrestling Trust Cody. Fall, basically. You yeah. don't just throw your body like that. Under the he, under the apron. He hit his back. My back hurt from that. Like I, I, Craig, I probably watched that clip alone maybe fifteen times because I couldn't believe he, he did. He hit it. his spine basically where the ring kind of bends on the outside apron. It's just nasty, dude. That's like it looked like he broke sixteen. It, Monsignor Doolin would have been like, "Don't uh, hurt your back." No, I, I, I God, I'm God still, rest. I'm still thinking about it. Like, how is this? I love guy his gimmick. He's not too. broken in half. Like, I, I, I love his gimmick. Gets half skull. Yeah, like, paint I, and all I that dug stuff. it again. He reminded me of Jeff. He was the little, Jeff Hardy 2.0. Little skinny just kid, crazy. And that's the, it, it, I love how you associate high flying with Jeff Hardy. That's what I grew up watching. I grew up the high. If you said Sam, who did you grow up high flying? I would say Ray well, Mysterio. But it, I always <laughs> just consider him like ropey. He did like rope tricks. <laughs> like he was always in and out of the rope. I love you so much. <laughs> so, I don't know. I love you. I just remember always Jeff Hardy was the yeah. one doing crazy shit off the ladders. That's what I remember. <laughs> he's a he's a uh, he'll, he's what we call a like a daredevil. You know, like a thrill seeker, a risk taker. Ray is a Lucha Libre style where he does the high-flying action in the ring. Darby Allen, similar style to Jeff Hardy. Uh, my number one's Chris Jericho because he's my favorite wrestler of all time. How I, am I, I not going to say I, I, If I – like he would have been on my list. The just Young Bucks are the best, right? And ha- not have them on my list, again, is the hardest thing because AEW's roster is stacked. It's just like Chris Jericho. It would be – it would be – what's the word? Uh hypocritical of me because he's my favorite wrestler yeah. of all time and he's in this company how can i yeah. not i, I have to just because i knew even 50 year old i kept him off i, I love 50 year old here jericho like heel jericho is best jericho and when you're 50 and you're like kind of chubby oh no you could see you, you, kinda, you could see it you know what i, mean? I was still, looking i was like come on jericho tie it up brother he still wears the scarf go, to the ring. go podcasting full-time go to announcing go be a referee and phillies are getting smoked. he's getting his he's dude he's uh he's got he comes out to his own freaking music, his own theme song of, of Fozzie. Guy's got balls. I love it. We're never going to see like the, uh, the old Lionheart the... again, but no. man, he, it's Chris Jericho. He's my favorite of all time. He's a legend no matter what. Sam, what's your CGC spotlight for the week? <clears throat> this is a little different. This one actually got a gift by my buddy Neil uh, on Instagram, Slab Scavenger. This is Journey into Mystery 118, the first appearance of the Destroyer. This is my only Stanley Story graded comic book. Obviously, Stanley Story, Jack Kirby, Vince Coletta art, and Jack Kirby and Frank. It was a Kyosha cover. 7.0 off white, white pages. Came out in July 1965, so it's a nice Silver Age book. I always, you know, again, I like the first Thor movies. I know a lot of people didn't, just where you see the Destroyer in, in the movies. I thought it was pretty good. Um, he could come back, but who knows? On the CGC census, there's only one 9.8, nine 9.6s, 11 9.4s, and at a 7.0s, there's 42. So this is a great gift by my buddy Neil. It might have been a Christmas gift or a birthday gift, but Neil, you're the man. But this story, 
it starts off in another issue, but it, it kind of jumps in mid-thing. Like, there's these Vietnam soldiers. They're looking for this magical this magical armor. So, basically, Lo Loki tricks them, leads them there, uses his magic, takes that guy's soul, puts it into the suit. And then Thor was somehow, get, he gets, he was asleep by Loki. He wakes up and basically his hammer and strength have no effect on his armor. So basically, Destroyer's kicking the shit out of Thor. And then Loki comes like, oh shit, if Thor dies, Od Odin's going to be pissed and going to like, gonna find out who did it and he's going to find out it's him. So he goes to go to get Odin, like, I need your help. He's in Odin's sleep. He's recharging his power, so... He's trying to wake him up. He gets arrested by the guards for interrupting the, the king. Thor's getting his ass kicked. By the end of the episode, basically, there's a, a he shoots like the laser beam out of his eyes at Thor, and the issue ends. So it continues next issue. So I, I thought it was a pretty good issue. Sam, spoilers for 1965 comic. Hey, well, I figured. Hey, you saw the first goddamn Thor movie. If you saw you, you, July you 1965, it. twelve cents, twelve. Since, Silver Age comic uh, at the time, and I love the back. Looking for people to draw Albert Dorn, a commercial artist, uh, I believe, was like a training school. So that's a really cool issue. Love the uh, love the cover art. And, and I mean, obviously, anything with Jack King Kirby art is great. And now having a you know a Stanley story, great book to have. Uh, speaking of great books, the Walking Dead comic series, which is the only good thing in the Walking Dead universe, by Robert Kirkman, is over. And it was kind of like a like a. Shock ending. It was not built up for a year that it was going away. It just kind of happened. It, no, the issue came out and it was like, yeah, this is it. Done. Mm -hmm. No one heard. Like, it just dropped. You didn't hear anything. I know. I don't. Did you Did you hear anything about the story? I can I tell know you. What I know what happens. So, spoiler, guys, real quick. If you don't want to hear it, skip 30 seconds. But Rick's dead. Yeah, we know that. That happened a yeah. couple issues ago. So, the basically, it takes place. Fast forward. Carl's a man. He's got a son or a daughter. I forget which one it was. But he survives. Coral. Mich Michonne survives. I guess a few other people. And now it's... I think Carl was on trial because he killed a walker. But now there's only a few walkers left. So now people own them. So Michonne's the judge now. For him basically saying... Uh, killing someone else's walker. I was like, what the fuck? How did it go here? That's that's and weird. Again, Kirkman, I think I believe even said like... Kind of like... I did 193 issues. I'm, I, I, I'm done. I'm, I'm spent... Like, I think he wanted to stop the story before we even got Negan. So before he even thought of Negan, he was like, I'm, I'm running out of ideas. And then I guess caught something. something that they thought of Negan. Yeah, because he's the best thing. And, and Negan survives. Negan makes it till the end. So I was like, well, the comics That done. was 33 seconds. So anybody who hit 30 seconds literally just heard Already Negan made it to the end. Well, if you like Negan, there you go. But again, hey, I never, I never read one line of the comic. I never planned to. I was I read the first ten issues. Really good. It's yeah. the only piece of The Walking I'll, Dead that I besides I'll, season one that I still And they're like. filming season nine now. Can't wait. In Georgia still. So anyway, hey. what's your what's your pick of the week? Let's get on out of here. Yeah. Pick of the week, I went with Batman versus the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh good. I'm happy you saw that. It's I you know I buy all them on Blu-ray. It's got actually it's eighty four minutes. It's got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Pretty wow. shocked it's got a hundred percent. It's based on Jim's Tinney and the Fourth and Freddie Williams um they they well, technically, they're on their third issue now of Batman and TMNT. Mm -hmm. The first two were absolutely fantastic. I didn't start the third one. I'm just going to wait until they're all out and I can just kind of bang them all out. Troy Baker does the voice of Batman and Joker. Okay. So that, that was pretty impressive. I, I don't know if I like him as Batman, though. 
There's something about his voice that I'd rather you give me Kevin or you give me give me somebody else. I, I don't know. Don't. It's like if Mark Hamill did both. Yeah, like I don't know. Like, oh, they, hey, they're Troy, I know you're impressive. Just yeah. stick with the Joker. You do the Joker. Great. I'll give yeah. you all that credit. But I still wasn't a fan of the Turtles animation. And it's not because we love what the 80s and 90s Turtles were. It's because they just don't look great. Well, this we one, like, found the one in the, in the look, comics, they look great. They do look great, but this it, it's like Kitty that their heads reminded me of like buckets. Like I, I just felt like it was. It, it, I don't know. The animation could have been a little bit better. But other than that, it had a great story. It followed. If you read the first comic book series, you'll freaking love it. Some great Batman villains. Some great, obviously, Shredders in it. Mm-hmm. If you if you like Batman, like Turtles, definitely check it out. Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, my pick of the week is the original John Wick. Finally, five seven years later, <laughs> they've been telling this guy to watch this movie. Get a fucking switch and then come talk to me, <laughs> dickhead. In time, actually, a buddy might be selling it, so that's yeah. already in, right, in the good. works. Good, good for you. So, what did you think? Come on, um, it was my pick of the week, Dick. Of course, I liked it. It was, it was, uh, you know what it was, dude. It was turn your brain off, even though, like, I can't. So I, I, there were some small inconsistencies that I was like, whatever. But the overarching theme of the film, I love the revenge plot. I wish we got a little bit more of the of the dog. I wish we got a little bit more of the of the wife. Just a little bit more, just to establish like the love, just to establish the relationship, not to uh, make the movie longer or whatever. But it's just difficult when. But it would have made the movie longer. No, but I'm saying I don't want the movie <laughs> to be longer. I'm saying that. I know, but you're asking for more scenes. That's all I'm saying. Um. No, no, I'm asking for the scenes not because I want it longer, yeah. just because I, I want to see a little bit more of the relationship. I want to see um, a little bit more, I can't, a little bit like, first of all, I really hope in the second or third one I see the pencil stuff, because they won't shut the fuck up about it, because I started John Wick too. So I, hope, I just hope that they, they show me that eventually. But like... A pencil! Three fucking guys with a. Fu- How did, did you start even this? Did it? you start the second one? Yeah, I'm like 20 minutes in. And I had to stop. But uh, anyways, so like really good movie, brainless, mindless, and, the- and, and Theon Greyjoy was Theon in. Theon Greyjoy's in it. I texted you like the fuck. Yeah. Um, Other God, it's in Billions. It, it, it was reminded. In it. I haven't watched Billions yet, but I want to. It's on my list. Great show. It's a. It's the fucking movie. I haven't. I haven't like turned my brain off that hard since watching Bad Boys. And, like, just had fun, man. I just enjoyed watching it. Ian McShane the action was great. was great. Ian McShane's always I love, awesome. I love Winston. Uh, that, uh, the chick, Adrian Pilecki, from yep. Friday Night Lights is yep. in it. Uh, and the Orville. Uh, I loved her character. Yeah. I absolutely loved the little twist in the hotel she room. Gone. I loved the twist in the hotel room. <laughs> yeah. um, it was just, overall, dude, I just had so much fun. The action, it's gory, it's violent. William Dafoe. William Dafoe's really good. I like that twist as well, although I saw that one coming a mile away. Um, get it? He's a sniper a mile away. All right, anyway, super good flick. Thank you for pushing me and pushing me and pushing me and pushing me. I said it the whole time. I was like, I'm going to watch yeah. it all three You're of the for time. The time come out. But I just couldn't wait anymore. Yeah. I was like, dude, I got two hours. I know I have two hours because this kid just fell asleep. He's... So I know I got two hours. Oh, yeah. Let me, yeah. Uh, let... I love the it. boogeyman? No, the guy who fucking kills the boogeyman. Dude, like, I love when he so comes cool. back to first. He's like, he's you killed his dog. <laughs> and I was like, who his wife gave him his whole face changed. Like, 
oh fuck <laughs> I, it's little moments like yeah. I think it's like the more times you rewatch it yeah. I feel like you just like it even more yeah I was expecting a bigger kill for Theon but I was happy at it I liked that he just fucking did it it was just a boom I just liked that he oh, did it oh man and, you know Theon was like oh just stop and just it, it, it was it. trying to say it was just a fucking dog oh, and he was like yeah. it wasn't yeah. boom Theon's character was fucking annoying in like a good way like, yeah, no, when what? he got Perfect. killed you were like yeah satisfying that's what this movie was satisfying yeah. everything you wanted to happen eventually happens in, John Leguizamo was in it in a good way Dude, I wanted it was to a great kiss yeah so really good movie looking forward to finishing the second one and then when the third one comes out so basically guys he's going to say in a week or two or three John Wick 2 will be his pick of the week eventually <laughs> maybe six months at my rates yeah. about six months I got Stranger Things to watch that'll take me a year and a half uh, that was episode 142 everybody on our 4th of July episode you probably heard some fireworks in the background that's totally okay because people are celebrating but so are we that we get to bring you this show every week and we'll be back next week with with episode 143. Enjoy the holiday. Stay safe.